Hello, kids and adults in the listening audience. I'm Neil Parks, award-winning author and paranormal expert. I'd like to wish all of you a very happy Halloween. You are listening to Big Bad Daddy Wolf's Halloween special on 96.6 The Wolf. If you'd like to learn more about me, then you need to get to Google and search at The Neil Parks or my bookstore website, which is www.lulu.com slash spotlight slash Neil Parks. Thanks. Good day and welcome to another episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. What an awesome weekend I had. On Sunday, we went to the Wizard World Comic-Con in Columbus, Ohio. I got a chance to hang out with Wallace Shawn, who played in Princess Bride. He also played the really nice butler in Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. He played the teacher in Clueless that Alicia Silverstone and company fixed up with their female teacher to try and uh, play matchmaker. He also plays the professor in Young Sheldon. Super nice guy, always a fun actor, and, and really uh, just as much fun in real life as he is on television and in movies. And he spent a lot of time talking to us and uh, was very cordial, very uh, well-mannered, very kind. Also, got a chance to speak with and get an autograph from Tom Welling, who played Clark Kent and Superboy and the television show Smallville, which lasted for about 12 seasons, I believe. He's going to be reoccurring the role of Clark Kent, Superman, well, now Superman, in the crossover on the CW, which will be combining Supergirl with Arrow, Flash with Black Lightning, with Legends of Tomorrow, with Constantine, and pretty much every incarnation of Superman imaginable, along with both versions of Supergirl, that one being played by Laura Vandervoort, who we also met. She's from Smallville. She's very nice, very small in real life. Uh, of course, the show's been off the air for some time now. She's lost a lot of weight. Uh, she, of course, the camera adds, they say the camera adds 30 pounds, but there must have been a couple of cameras on her at the time she was on the show because she looked healthy. But in person, in real life, she's very skinny. Super sweet girl, though. I love talking to her. Got a chance to speak with Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor on Smallville. And spoke with <clears throat> David Ramsey, who is from Legends of Tomorrow and uh, Arrow. I believe he plays uh, Spartan. And standing next to him was Jason Amara, who played in Terra Nova, uh, Life on Mars... Uh, a couple of other television shows and movies that, if you see him, you'd know him because he's been in so much. And he was also a character in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
which this is the final season for that show. Had a lot of fun, though. I mean, not only did we meet all of these celebrities, but also met some really awesome people that uh, did cosplay. And got to have my picture taken with uh, Boba Fett and Jango Fett from the Star Wars series, uh, along with my kids, as well as our pictures taken with Deadpool, Star-Lord, Captain Marvel, and a female Captain America. That was really neat. And there were a couple of well-dressed uh, Batman cosplayers walking around. And one of our really good gal pal friends, um, former student of my wife's and a fellow classmate to my son. She goes by um, Galaxy Amethyst. That is her cosplay handle. Uh, we received these awesome passes, though, to the Wizard World Comic Con in Columbus from my good friends Loper and Randy in the morning on 99.7 The Blitz. That's their morning show. Uh, you can pick them up on 99.7 The Blitz out of Columbus. They're also available on Spotify and iHeartRadio. Uh, every October they have me on their morning show during October to talk about Halloween haunted hotspots, fun haunted Halloween houses, like haunted woods, um, even discussing the Sleepy Hollow experience at the Tecumseh Theater in Chillicothe. And something fun to do every year in October. They have me on the show. And that was sort of a thank you from them. Free passes to co to uh, Comic-Con. Which is always a good time when you're a big dork like me. But I hope you enjoy the show. I will be continuing on from here. But first is a word from our sponsor. Monster.Fandom.com That's Monster.Fandom.com Now, this is an amazing story. This came across to me earlier today. It was sent to me from a trusted contact in regards to a flying bird on Mars. NASA's Curiosity rover may have captured a flying bird on Mars. According to Scott C. Waring, a world-renowned UFO conspiracy theorist, in one of a series of Im images taken by Curiosity on June 24, 2019, an anomalous object appears in the sky above the Martian landscape. This flying bird on Mars was found by Marcelo Lazaratu, who actually found a bird flying across the surface of Mars, captured last week by the Curiosity rover. Waring wrote on his blog, noting the shot may have been taken by accident. He also suggested that it could possibly be a UFO. Paranormally related television shows have become a staple for entertainment. It started really with uh, shows like Beyond Belief. Uh, in the 1970s, I grew up watching documentaries that were hosted by Raymond Burr and Leonard Nimoy. And they did documentaries on Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, um, Loch Ness Monster, Bermuda Triangle, ghostly encounters, UFOs. And it really sucked me in at a very early age. And just those shows continued to spiral off onto unsolved mysteries and sightings and 
Of course, ghost hunters and ghost adventures and paranormal state. The list goes on. And there are so many that at one time the market became completely saturated with more paranormal shows, paranormally related type of shows than you could shake a stick at. Uh, Destination Truth, Monster Quest. Uh, there were some really good and reputable shows, but at the same time, there was a lot of crap out there that was just choking the viewer with nonsense and questionable evidence, if any evidence was collected at all. It became a lot of smoke and mirrors. Uh, this is a disappointing time near the end, but there's been a resurgence lately. Uh, reputable teams are making a comeback after taking a break for a while, like the gang from Ghost Hunters. The show is back now, and then there's the other half of Ghost Hunters. They are now doing a different show as well. And I've worked with a few of these people in the past, like Josh Gates from Destination Truth. I've collaborated with um, Jason Hawes from Ghost Hunters. Uh, a few other people that really know what they're doing, know what they're talking about, and hold a positive light within that uh, genre of entertainment. Um, can't say enough good things about those people. But then, again, there's also the dime a dozens that ruin it for everyone with absolute garbage, um, faked evidence, questionable evidence. And like I said earlier, no evidence collected at all. And paranormally related material goes into a lot of newer movies now, uh, actual scripted television shows. I mean, I'm sure we all remember The X-Files, Kolchak the Night Stalker. Uh, that was in the late 70s as well. Uh, we've got um, movies like Insidious and The Conjuring and Annabelle. It's really a good time to be involved in the field of paranormal research because it's become a talking point that people aren't uncomfortable with anymore. They can discuss these things openly with each other or with people who may have at one time been skeptical. Uh, there's been a lot of groundbreaking as of late. The United States government, Air Force, actually has confirmed that Unidentified flying objects do in fact exist, and they are not our technology, and they are of not any known origin or technology. Uh, NASA has confirmed that there are things about Mars and on Mars right now that will completely change our way of thinking and, and modern science and practices and belief systems. And new worlds that have been discovered that are not even really being talked about in the mainstream yet. Uh, it's a great time to be in the field of paranormal research, paranormal investigation. We're seen as reputable now. We're seen as knowledgeable. Uh, so many of us are using scientific methods within our research to have concrete validity and data to show that what we're feeling and what we're seeing, what we're encountering does in fact exist around us, but in an alternate realm, an alternate plane, and it's not in the physical realm, it's metaphysical, it's pseudoscience. You can use thermal imaging equipment, you can use infrared thermometers, you can use uh, various types of LED lights with uh, different types of lumens that capture 
things that may not have been seen with regular lights or the naked eye. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Winston Churchill. History remembers Winston Churchill for his political prowess and his leadership during a complex time in Britain's history. But a relatively unknown part of the statesman legacy, one in which he confronted the idea of alien civilizations, was recently uncovered. Churchill penned an 11-page essay on alien life in 1939, revealing his curiosity about the universe and outlining his definition of life and its most important ingredients. I, for one, am not so immensely impressed by the success we are making of our civilization. Here that I am prepared to think that we are the only spot in this immense universe which contains living thinking creatures. He wrote the newly uncovered essay, or that we are the highest type of mental and physical development which has ever appeared in this vast compass of space and time. Churchill's essay was described as an article published in the journal Nature in February of 2017. Khloe Kardashian. Oh boy, here we go. It can be hard keeping up with the Kardashians' exploits, but when it comes to aliens, at least one member of the famous family is a believer. In 2015, Khloe Kardashian saw strange lights in the sky and tweeted, Kendall and I are spazzing out, UFO. Though the U.S. Navy later said the unusual lights were part of a pre-planned missile test, Kardashian stuck to her guns. What do we expect people to say? Obvi. They are going to say it's a media shower. I'm such a conspiracy theorist. Let me enjoy this, she responded. I'm not a fan of the Kardashians, by the way. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton has a long political history advocating for children and families, gender equality, and health care reform. She should have been the president, but she got screwed over. But in 2016, during her bid to secure the Democratic nomination for president, Clinton turned her attention to the paranormal. In a radio interview, and then later on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Clinton said that she wants to review files about UFOs in the mysterious Area 51 site in Nevada and make them public. I would like us to go into those files and hopefully make... As much of that as public as possible, she told Kimmel. If there's nothing there, then we'll let people know that there's nothing there. Area 51, which is located 80 miles northwest of Las Vegas in Nevada, the desert and a restricted military outpost that is part of the Edwards Air Force Base. It has been said of a number of stealth military programs taking place there, and this secrecy has, in part, fueled conspiracy theorists, who claim that the scientists at the facility are reverse-engineering alien technology from UFO crashes. In 2013, declassified CIA documents detailed some of Area 51's history, revealing the site's role in testing spy planes such as the U-2. There was no mention of aliens or UFOs in the declassified files. Imagine that. Redacted. Redacted. Zayn Malik. Oh, boy. 
from One Direction, I believe. Singer Zayn Malik, if you want to call him a singer, told Glamour in July 2016 that the first time he realized he wanted to leave the boy band One Direction and go solo was after a paranormal encounter. An alien spoke to me in a dream, he told the magazine. Malik is in a relationship with model Gigi Hadid, who recently posed for a space-themed photo spread for Harper's Bazaar. My boyfriend's really into aliens, Hadid told the interviewer from Harper's Bazaar during the photo shoot at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Next on the list is, of course, who I just mentioned, Gigi Hadid. I won't get too much into that because she's just talking more and more about the Harper's Bazaar photo shoot and so on and so on. Ariana Grande is the next one. Singer Ariana Grande has described herself as obsessed with aliens. And in a 2013 interview with Complex Magazine, the pop powerhouse, <laughs> powerhouse, said, We'd be so stupid to believe we are the only people here. Grande's music video for the song Break Free featured her battling aliens and dancing on a spaceship. But Grande told Complex she has never seen a real extraterrestrial, though... She said she did have a ghost and a demon experience once at a haunted castle in Kansas City. Ridley Scott, this I totally believe. From the director Ridley Scott, he is no stranger to the concept of alien invasions and hostile encounters with extraterrestrials. His 1979 movie Alien explored the scary concept of aggressive extraterrestrials that target a crew, of space, a crew on a spaceship. The film spanned spawned franchises and three sequels, two prequels, including Alien Covenant, which opened in the U.S. May of 2017. While promoting the new film, Scott warned that hundreds of alien species are out there and cautioned that humans likely wouldn't fare well if these cosmic entities ever decided to pay a visit to Earth. Gillian Anderson, of course. The truth is out there. Actress Gillian Anderson is best known for playing FBI agent Dana Scully on the hit sci-fi TV series The X-Files. But while Anderson spent 11 seasons and two movies investigating paranormal phenomenon, she does believe that aliens are in fact real. I do to a degree that th believe that the universe is obviously vast and the thought that we are only the one planet with full living beings doesn't make sense, Anderson said in an interview with The Guardian in 2012. That doesn't necessarily mean that aliens are real, she said, but there could be. Katy Perry, oh boy, another pop superstar. In a 2014 interview with GQ, pop star Katy Perry spoke about her wide range of beliefs. I see everything through a spiritual lens, she told GQ. I believe in a lot of astrology. I believe in aliens. I look up to the stars and I imagine how self-important we to think we are the only life form. At the time, Perry said she might even take her questions about alien life to then-President Barack Obama. I mean, if my relationship with Obama gets any better, I'm going to ask him that question. It just hasn't been the appropriate time yet. Nick Jonas from the Jonas Brothers. Woohoo! In an interview with the British talk show The Morning, singer Nick Jonas described his own close encounter. I was in my backyard in LA and I looked up at the sky and saw three flying saucers, Jonas said. I looked at my friend and said, Are you seeing this or am I losing my mind? I'm obsessed with UFO stuff in general, so I'm all over this, Jonas said in the interview. That blue light freaks him out every day in every best way possible. William Shatner, of course. 
As the most recognizable face of the Star Trek franchise, actor William Shatner is probably used to fielding questions about his extraterrestrial beliefs. But in a 2010 interview for the Montreal Gazette, the man who brought Captain Kirk of the Starship Enterprise to life explained why he thinks intelligent beings must be out there. And I'm going to do my own William Shatner impersonation. There is no doubt that there is life out there. The mathematics of it lead you to that absolute conclusion. In my mind, there is no doubt that the universe teems, teems with life in all of its forms. And Stephen Hawking, of course, is the next one on the list. Need I say more about Sir Stephen Hawking? Uh, He's repeatedly, in the past when he was still alive, warned that humans should be wary of contacting alien civilizations. That if they basically came here for first contact more so than what they've just done through observation alone... They would be here to pick a fight or to destroy us because we're destroying ourselves or possibly them inadvertently. Demi Lovato, during an appearance on the talk show Late Night with Seth Meyers, singer Demi Lovato insisted that aliens are real. How self-centered would we be as humans to believe that we are the only living things in the universe, she said. Well said, Demi Lovato. Roswell. UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. If you've ever been afraid of something lurking in the dark, you're not alone. According to a new survey, data website YouGov recently found that 45% of Americans believe demons and ghosts really exist. That's 4 in 10 Americans. Additionally, the survey found that Republicans are statistically more likely to believe in demons, ghosts, and aliens than Democrats. The data compiled from 1,293 respondents between September 30th and October 1st paint a spooky picture. The survey asked respondents, generally speaking, do you believe that each of the following do or do not exist? Respondents then had four options, demons, ghosts, vampires, and other supernatural beings like aliens. Of the true believers, 22% said demons definitely exist while 24% said they probably exist. Similarly, 20% said ghosts definitely exist, and 25% said they probably do exist. When it comes to other supernatural beings, 46% said they either definitely exist or probably exist, indicating that Fox Mulder from the X-Files was right. The truth really is out there, and Americans believe. But if vampires do exist, they're going to be disappointed by the YouGov survey's findings. Turns out that only about 13% of Americans believe in them. On the bright side, a lack of belief in the undead probably makes a vampire's job a whole lot easier. The seven most haunted locations in the United States. Paranormal places. 
You don't need to believe in ghosts to enjoy a ghost story. The tales that have grown over generations around reputable haunted places can take on a fantastic life of their own in folklore, and the stories that surround a place can influence our experiences of them. All it takes is a creepy place, a touch of imagination, and a glimpse of something unexpected, only half seen. So prepare to suspend your belief for this countdown of the histories of seven of the most haunted places in the United States. Waverly Hill Sanitarium. I'm sure everyone has heard of this if you've ever watched any of the most recent uh, paranormal-related documentary-type programs. It's a uh, grim, bat-winged building is the archetype of the the haunted hospital or insane asylum, whatever you want to call it. It's based in Louisville, Kentucky. The first hospital on this windswept hill on the edge of Louisville was built in 1910 to uh, treat... Am I calling it Louisville? That is embarrassing, since I am more than familiar with the Louisville slugger. Louisville. I'm very sorry to all of my listeners in Louisville. It is not Louisville. That's like calling Illinois, Illinois. Anyway, it was built in 1910 to treat victims of the White Plague, tuberculosis, that was ravaging the country at that time. At the time, there were uh, no known cures for the disease and was often fatal. In some cases, doctors tried experimental methods to help ease the symptoms, and stories emerged of illicit medical experiments in which the cure often proved as fatal as the disease. Certainly, the sanatorium was the scene of many deaths over the years, although claims that more than 60,000 patients died there are exaggerated, according to surviving records from the hospital. Historians say the real number was likely closer to 8,000, which a total of 152 deaths in 1945 was listed as the worst year of the epidemic. Waverly Hills served as a geriatric hospital from the 1960s to the 1980s, and several stories about the spooky old hospital are based on rumors from this time that the patients were mistreated, including claims that Radical treatments such as electroshock therapy were used. In the years since Waverly Hills was closed for good, wanderers, thrill-seekers, and ghost hunters who find their way inside the building have told of slamming doors and strange noises in the deserted building. Others reported hearing footsteps and the screams of patients have been heard from empty rooms. Ghostly shadows, forms, and so forth have been said to gather in the building's dark, recesses and are said to follow visitors through the narrow corridors. Phantom footsteps and voices reportedly echo along the death tunnel or body chute, an underground tunnel that leads from the hospital to railway tracks at the bottom of the hill to transport the dead away from the hospital where the living patients would not see them. Several stories center on the fifth floor of the hospital where tuberculosis patients with mental disturbances were reportedly treated. In particular, room 502, where two nurses are said to have killed themselves, one by hanging and the other by jumping to her death. It is said to be haunted. Some visitors claim to have seen mysterious shapes moving in the windows or have heard voices telling them to get out.
Well, sorry, that's all the time we have this week. I hope you enjoyed. Have a great weekend, and Halloween is next Thursday. I have a special episode dropping then. Until then, keep watching the skies, and keep an eye on dark places. Uh-huh.